Jesus and the tax man. Jesus is coming, somebody shouted. Jesus is coming to Jericho. And everybody ran to meet him. Well, almost everybody. For there was one man, one wee little man, who did not run to meet Jesus. And his name was Zacchaeus. It's not that Zacchaeus didn't want to see Jesus. He did. He really did. But not only was Zacchaeus short, he was also afraid of the crowd. Not many people liked him, you see, partly because he was a tax collector, but mostly because he collected more taxes than he was supposed to and kept what was left for himself. Jesus is here, somebody shouted. Jesus is here in Jericho. And everybody cheered as he walked through the city gates. Well, almost everybody, for Zacchaeus did not feel like cheering at all. He wanted to see Jesus, he really did, but how could he walk out there in front of all those people he cheated? And what would they do if they got hold of him? Then Zacchaeus had an idea. There were trees by the city gates, tall leafy trees. If he could sneak behind the crowd and climb on one of those trees, he could, he could see Jesus and not be seen himself. So off he went and out of his house and through the empty streets. And because the crowd was watching Jesus, he had no trouble at all slipping behind them and up and shinning up the tree. Come eat at my house, somebody shouted. Come eat at my house, Jesus. And because it was such a great honour to host someone as important as Jesus, everybody shouted at once. Well, almost everybody. For there was one man, one wee little man, who kept his mouth shut and tried hard not to rustle the branches. Thank you very much, said Jesus. You are very kind, but I've already decided where I will eat my dinner. Then Jesus looked straight up at the trees and called, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm eating at your house today. Zacchaeus, somebody shouted. Jesus is eating with Zacchaeus. He's the worst man in town. There must be some mistake. And everybody moaned and groaned. Well, almost everybody. One, one man, one wee little man, climbed down from the tree, as shocked as the rest. Why would someone as good as Jesus want to eat with someone, as, someone bad like him? But he was happy too, happier than he had been for a long, long time. And so, with a smile spreading across his face, Zacchaeus led Jesus to his house. What are they saying, somebody whispered. What are they doing in there? And everybody gathered around the tax man's door. That's when Zacchaeus threw open the door with a bang. Greetings, everyone, he shouted. I have an announcement to make. I've been talking with my new friend Jesus and realised that there are a few things I need to change. I've cheated, I've cheated some of you, I admit that. And I want you to know I'm that... I'm sorry, so sorry, in fact, that I will pay you back four times more than I stole from you. What's more, I intend to sell half of what I own and give the money to the poor. The crowd was shocked. Never in their whole lives had they seen anyone change like that. They, they stood there with their mouths wide open and nobody said a thing. Well, almost nobody. Don't you see, said Jesus to the crowd, God has sent me to share his love with everybody, even those who have done some very bad things. That's what I have done. And now Zacchaeus loved God too. That's when the crowd began to cheer. 
Jesus and Zacchaeus and the whole town of Jericho, everybody. Well, my name is Zacchaeus, and I want to tell that story from my point of view. But I'm going to need your help, because when I get stuck and I say, you'll never guess what happened next, would you all say, listen and we will hear? Okay, we'll give that a try. Whatever happened next? Fantastic. I used to live in this town called Jericho. And one day everybody was so excited and they were saying that this man Jesus was coming to town. Well, Jesus was a star. I mean, everyone had heard of Jesus, but no one in Jericho had ever met him before. It was a bit like the winner of the X Factor. Everybody knows who they are, but no one's ever met them. But Jesus was coming to town. And so the crowds were all hanging around waiting for him to arrive. Well, you'll never guess what happened next. Well, they all wanted to get a sight of Jesus, but I had one very big problem. You see, my job was collecting money for taxes, but the only thing is, I collected a lot more money than the taxes, and I cheated a lot of people out of their money, and everyone hated me. And if I went out on the streets to have a look at Jesus, they might all surround me and and come and beat me up or something. I'm safe enough when I was back in my tax collector's booth, guarded by the Roman soldiers, but out on the streets, I'd be scared. You'll never guess what happened next. Well, all of a sudden, there was this huge noise, and everybody started running around because Jesus had arrived. And so I went off down this side street and round the back of the town. And I was trying to find a way I could get to see Jesus without being spotted by the crowd. And then as I came round a corner near the gate, I saw this tree. And I thought, I know what I can do. I can hide in the tree. I can hide in the branches. And if I'm hiding the branches, then the crowd won't be able to see me, but I'll be able to see Jesus. You'll never guess what happened next. Well, I looked out and I could see Jesus coming down the road in the distance. And do you know what? He didn't like strut his stuff like some important person. He was just walking down the street and he was stopping and he was talking to people. Even poor people. He was, he was chatting to them. And every now and again he would reach out and he would touch someone and he would say something. And you could just see there was something about this man that was amazing. Everybody was just watching him and they loved him. Well, you'll never guess what happened next. Well, Jesus got closer to where, to where I was up in the, up in the tree. And, um, and I really, really wanted to be with him. I wanted to be down on the ground near him, maybe even touch him. But I knew I couldn't. Because I was a bad person. I wasn't good enough to be with Jesus. I don't know. Is there, maybe sometimes you feel that you're not good enough. Maybe sometimes you feel that God wouldn't love a person like you. Or Jesus wouldn't love a person like you. But I didn't think that I was good enough to be down there with Jesus. 
But the crowd, they, they were all shouting to Jesus, come and stay at my house, come and have a meal with me, because they knew Jesus would be staying in Jericho that night. But you'll never guess what happened next. Well, Jesus stopped right under my tree and he looked up and he said, Zacchaeus, he knew my name. I couldn't believe it. Out of all the people, all the crowds in the the town, he knew my name, a bad person like me. It was amazing. And he said, Zacchaeus, he said, I'm coming to stay at your house tonight, he said. I'm coming to eat with you. Well, I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Jesus would come to the house of a bad person like me. Well, you'll never guess what happened next. Well, I came down and I, and I took Jesus back to my house. He came with me and I introduced him to my wife and my children. And we sat down at the table and we, we, we ate a meal and we, we chatted. And as Jesus talked... This amazing feeling of goodness and love poured through me. I could feel Jesus melting my heart. And for the first time, I began to feel sorry for all those people I'd cheated out of all that money in the past. And I thought, I've got to do something. I've got to change. I can't go on like this. And you'll never guess what happened next. Well, I took Jesus and we went back out on the street. And the crowds came around. and They weren't very happy because he'd come to the house of a bad person. But when they quietened down, I said to them, Jesus has changed my heart. I said to them that all of you people I've cheated out of money, I'm going to pay you back. In fact, I'm going to pay you back four times more money then I've cheated from you. And what's more, I'm going to sell half of everything I own and I'm going to give it to the poor people of Jericho so that they've got food on their table and a roof over their head. Do you know what happened next? The crowd were amazed. They went wild. They started running up. They started hugging me. Nobody in Jericho had ever hugged me in my life before. They were hugging me and kissing me. Because I changed. They'd never seen anyone change that much in all their lives. And I said it was because Jesus had changed my heart. And I wonder, I wonder if there's anyone here this morning who would like their lives to be changed, would like your lives to be changed in a wonderful way by saying yes to Jesus' invitation to come into your life, into your heart, into your home. And to change things for the better. Maybe there is. He did that to me, to me many years ago. But he, he, Jesus invites himself into the home and the heart of every single person in the world. And he waits for us to say yes and invite him in. So I'm going to finish now with a prayer. And if you'd like to pray a prayer inviting Jesus into your life, into your heart and asking him to change you, then pray this prayer along in your heart silently with me. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that we don't need to be good enough for you to love us. That you love us just as we are.
We're sorry for all the things that we've done wrong in the past. We thank you for your forgiveness. And Lord Jesus, we, we pray, please come into my life, into my heart, into my home, into my family. By your Holy Spirit. And be with me forever. Amen.